0: entrepreneur. It doesn't matter where you are currently located in the world because it's time to settle in and buckle up for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of The Marketing Minute with your host, Mark Newsom, otherwise known as Mr. Marketing. <laughs> Entrepreneur, this is Mark Newsom, Mr. Marketing, and welcome to another exciting and, yes, potentially profitable episode of the Marketing Minute. Entrepreneur, today we are going to talk about how you and or your major competitors are going to go about getting local micro-influencers, this is a very important distinction, to get them to proactively promote your products or services for literally Pennies on the dollar. So where are we going here, Mark? What's this all about? Ladies and gentlemen, think about this. Let's say you have a single location, mom and pop, non-franchise retail jewelry store. Now, I want you to think about the mega uh, macro influencers, these men and women who have mega local celebrities in your local community think about what it would take to just be able to meet them personally you know they get a ton of unsolicited basically what we call spam email messages every day you know they're bombarded with text messages that they didn't um ask for which are unsolicited and they probably get more in their share of direct snail mail junk mail right so what the heck now let me ask you a question Off the top of your head, what is your gut need reaction to this particular question? And think very carefully, ladies and gentlemen, before you answer, but be brutally honest, right? Do you think in your local community there are more people earning $100 million a year or less? Right? And it's the same here. It's got to be less. In other words, the vast majority of people in your area, my area, don't earn that kind of money don't have that kind of net worth right which means you have a potential army that's why we call them micro influencers, these men and women who are in that next rung run or two pardon me, down, that could actually help grow your business by and mine by significant measures for literally pennies on the dollar now let me give you a simple example take your retail jewelry store what do you think will happen if you put a giant sign in your store that says "Free Drawing," and throughout the entire year, you're going to offer two first grand prize winners one male, one female. This way everybody feels like there's an equal chance for them to win. But they're going to win a five, the women are going to win a beautiful uh, $5,000 necklace, diamond-studded necklace, and the gentleman who will win a $5,000 Rolex watch. Now here's the point. What you're going to leverage is the fact that people love getting something really nice for free and whether you realize it or not your particular target audience is no different. So you want to leverage the psychology of this. So these people, the foot traffic alone is coming into the store. They see this uh, giant sign you have positioned in your store so it's large enough music legend Stevie Wonder can't miss it, right? So you know what I'm talking about there in terms of size and the neon sign, and the big, bold red letters it's written in. But here's the point. What you're really systematically doing is building your own either opt-in email list, which I recommend, over building a... Offline direct snail mail database, which is good too, but the problem with that, or I should say the challenge, is that every time you want to contact this list of uh, potential prospects, you have to pay for the typesetting. And as that list of people grows, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, ten thousand, you have to pay for that ever-growing typesetting, the ever-growing uh, expense of postage, and as you know, people drop off in terms of the. Address they've given changing and they don't have a change of address and blah 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 blah. Each time you send uh, opt in email message, ladies and gentlemen, you have two strategies you can automatically implement. First of all, let's say, and I'm just going to use it, let's say you have a $5,000 list, you're a retail jeweler, furniture concern, what have you. You send out an email, let's say again, you have 5,000 subscribers. Either have a pre written message, which we call your follow up drip campaign, or you can do what's called a broadcast, unscheduled broadcast. What does that mean, Mark? It means you go into your email account, you or somebody, they write a message, and then you schedule it. Do you want it to go out now? Do you want to go out an hour from now? Do you want to go out two weeks from now at a certain time? Whatever. And you can send those as often as you want. Now, let's suppose you send this out 5,000, 30% of your, uh, 5000 listed. I'm going to do the math right here in front of you with you. So you got 5000. It goes out to, but 30% of them, 0.3 open it. That means 1500 people open, which means the other, right? 1500 from 5000 3500 did not. Okay. If you were doing this with direct snail mail postcards, and you wanted to reach that, attempt to reach that remaining 3500 guess what you got to do? Pay for more typesetting. Exactly. Pay for more posters, send it out again, and wait a couple of days to see what, or, you know, a a, a couple of days to a week or two to see what your uh, overall responses is. Not so with strategic, pardon me, email marketing. You turn around, change the subject line. Find uh, an A-B split test. In other words, you sent this subject line out, 15 people, 1500 people, 30% opened it. Now, to contact the remaining 35 or whatever the balance is, I'm gonna make sure you got the concept here. Now, you change the headline. Now, you have an A B split test. In other words, you sent subject, uh, what's in it for me, main power subject headline A, and now you wanna do the same with B. But you send it, you don't have to change that much in the body copy. Maybe the, the expiration date, you know, in terms of urgency, or you might have a new P.S. but the bottom line is for the most part the entire body of the email message remains the same but you change the subject line to see if you can come up with a better hook for lack of better word but that's not really where I'm going here The point that I'm trying to get you understand is these uh, increase in savings allows you to invest money back into your business long term because it's not being eaten up by these constantly rising front-end costs. Here's the point that I'm trying to get at. When you offer this free drawing and your uh, grand prize or grand prizes are sexy enough and appealing enough to your specific target audience. If you're a furniture concern you might throw in a a, a free drawing for a master bed, a deluxe master bedroom set and then detail what that entails. And again, this could be a closeout product. If you're an appliance center, it could be a state-of-the-art 75-inch flat-screen television, 65-inch state-of-the-art flat-screen television, a tablet, whatever. And remember, in terms of uh, an appliance center, think of half. Whatever that thing retails for, think of half or maybe 60%. In terms of a retail hard cost. And when I say hard cost, we're also throwing in sales commissions and you know how long the unit's been on the floor, you know, and all this other stuff that goes into it. But basically, if we get back to retail jewelry store, and again, you take this template, the concept, and you just you utilize it. If you're a service provider, you uh, offer so much, so many hours or x uh, gross amount in terms of overall services. If you're a software company, it's the same thing. It could be X amount of software and X amount of hours of one-on-one training. So that you see how this is universal. But anyway, I digress. Pardon me. The point I'm getting at, so you offer this free drawing. Now you're building your own opt-in email list. And ladies and gentlemen, you can still have your social media campaigns going full guns. But as I and many other entrepreneurs have tried to warn you, if you are only utilizing social media, my friend, your Titanic is headed towards an iceberg. What are you saying, Mark? You could listen. Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, Reed Hoffman of LinkedIn, they're the landlords. You and I are the glorified tenants. They could change the rules, and boom, you wake up tomorrow and your 468,000 Instagram followers are gone. Your 290,000 Twitter followers are gone. Your 1.7 million million followers on TikTok gone. And where is that going to leave you? In a bad situation. Gentlemen, I like to describe it like this. You recently separated or actually legally divorced from your spouse but here you are finding yourself having to uh, bunk up for a minute on your mother-in-law's couch. One day she comes home and decides she gotta go. Where's that gonna you? Uh, uh, initially, homeless. So don't put yourself in that position. On the other hand, you could wake up tomorrow and your uh, 38,000 connections on LinkedIn, for whatever reason, they pull a plug, but you still have your 5,300 opt-in email subscribers or X, 532 or 221, whatever the number is, as long as you pay your bill, and obviously you don't violate any of their terms of uh, service agreement you've got your list that you can start over with and start pounding the pavement all over again. Now, you often hear me, I'm going to digress here to go into a strategy I often suggest, but it's still dangerous because you don't have control. So, say for example, let's say I own a gourmet coffee shop and everybody, you know, in the local area, I'm not franchised, I got a single location, I'm thinking about maybe potentially opening another location, but that's in the future. Bottom line is right now people rave over my exotic cocos, coffees, iced teas, lemonades, etc., and some of the non-traditional pastries and and bagels with cream cheese. You know some of the other stuff I have. Here's the point: I could work with a initially starting off the best. I should say my top most responsive vendors, and let those vendors, if those who have email send an email to their list no matter how big how small it is alerting their uh, subscriber base to come to my gourmet coffee shop let's say on my traditional slowest days Tuesday and Thursday they come Tuesday or Thursday and ask for special offer number 37 I'm just making that up that's my key that oh this is my my vendor special offer they come in and what that means is that special offer means instead of them paying $2.90, $2.90 or excuse me $8.9.99, 99 9 dollars and 99 cents or x for my famous uh big goat plastic mug extra large cup beverage of their choice they cut to the chase and spend 2.99 they're given the mug and now when they bring the mug back on those uh from now on pardon me they, get, they only have to pay $2.99 or some lower price because we're not worried about selling them an inexpensive beverage, ladies and gentlemen, front end. We want them to keep coming back so that they buy the bagels. And let's say my two slowest days traditionally are Tuesday and Thursday. It doesn't matter what the two days are. The bottom line is when they bring the cup in on those days, they have to bring the cup with them. They, they qualify for the baker's dozen, meaning they get thirteen of something for the price of twelve, or if they are a business owner, I want to key uh, key the owners in by giving them my business cards and just put a seventy-two hour window, a date on. Even if the uh, the third day in the seventy-two hours is in America, a major holiday where normally it would be closed. Doesn't matter. The point is, by giving them this business card, you want them to give these to their current and future employees. And the employees can come in and instead of paying that $8.99 for the, first, for the first the first time on the front end for the beverage, they cut to the chase and they get it now for $2.99 or X or whatever it is. And then, of course, you want the back end of the birthdays, the retirement parties, when they're going off to college, when they graduate from different colleges, law school, dental school, chiropractic, uh they are being discharitably discharged from the military when they're enrolling into the military, uh, military. Pardon me. The birth of a first or second child, birth of a first or second grandchild, the purchasing of a new home, the selling of a new home, the opening of a business, the selling of a business, opening of a second location, on and on and on and on and on, and, on, and you grandfather them in at special savings, non holders don't get. But I said that all of that to say this could be initiated from the emails of other vendors if you don't have email yet. But then again they could always pull the plug. So the point that I'm trying to tell you what puts you in the best situation You need your own opt-in email to listen to Ladies and gentlemen, just as a side note to that, this has happened to me quite a bit, and I don't know, maybe other uh, uh, potential guest podcasters, you appear on a podcast, and for whatever reason, they never release the episode. This just happened to me recently, and the person told me, oh, it's going to go out tomorrow, the link, and never sent it. Now, here's the point that I tell you with that. It doesn't matter as much to me because I have my own podcast. And I know once a week, as long as my health is right, I'm going to release an episode, publish an episode. Now, granted, will you get that SEO backlink juice, when somebody mentions you in the show notes and all that, but I'm not relying on it. That's the point. So getting back to my uh, initial example here about the micro-influencers, because here's what I want you to understand. Think about this. If you're offering a five, in this case, in terms of the retail jewel, a five thousand uh, dollar women's diamond-studded necklace and a five thousand dollar Rolex. Think half price in terms of actual hard cost. Just like in terms of a ten thousand uh, dollar home deluxe entertainment system. Think half cost for the retail appliance center. Uh, five thousand dollars, or if it's five thousand dollars, twenty-five hundred in terms of actual hard cost. You're giving away two of these a month in terms of the retail jeweler. One for the guys, one for the uh, ladies. But here's the point. Over a year or two of this particular. Remember, this you're not you're not going on outrageously expensive local primetime TV, local primetime radio, Sunday outrageously expensive Sunday newspaper inserts in the local uh, major newspaper or local throwaway guide or guides. No, you, you're taking advantage of your foot traffic. Now you might set a sign outside in front of the store that says free drawing five thousand dollar. Uh, necklace for the ladies, uh, five thousand dollars. Men's Rolex for the gentlemen. You know, but the bottom line is you're just leveraging the people coming to the store. Now, there's some other strategies you can utilize to get people into the store as well. But here's what I want you to think about: every month, and let's just use some numbers. I'm just making this up. Let's say every uh, week about five hundred people into the store, we'll say 80%, not everybody, uh, 80%. So four of the 500 enter your drawing. This is every week. Now, I'm just making this up. So we're going to say 400 entrants a week times 52 weeks. That's 2,000, I'm sorry, 20,800 subscribers. And we'll say 10%, 2,000 plus, 2,800 people for whatever reason and subscribe. Over time. Now here's the point though. What do you think you do each month with the 98% who don't win your first grand prize? If you said systematically and strategically follow up with them with a special, extremely time-sensitive Uh, discount coupon slash gift certificate, and it's based on the premise of, A, they come alone, and they can save for an extremely limited time. This is your template, ladies and gentlemen. Extremely limited time. They can save 10% off up to $150. Not terribly exciting. Not terribly uh, incentivized. It's not supposed to be. However, simply for dragging a friend, and by that friend, we mean colleague, neighbor, bestie, uh, sibling, employee, if they own the business or service, neighbor doesn't matter. They bring a body with them that's at least 18. They automatically save 40% off X up to $2,000, X, X to X, because your variables that That could be too high, too low, so it's the concept that we're going for here. Now, here's the other thing. The friend that they drag, as long as they join your list before they leave the store, your showroom, that day. This is called scarcity, ladies and gentlemen. They get to save 30% or X up to $1,000 or X. Now, if they leave the store, don't want to do it, come back tomorrow, it's a whole different offer. That offer is off the table. That's what you call an O-T-O. What is that, Mark? A one-time-only offer. It's similar to McDonald's saying, would you like fries with that? The answer is either yay or nay. You don't leave McDonald's, come back three hours later, say, hey, can I still get those fries? I mean, which you can buy the fries, but the point is when they say would you like fries with that ladies?" that's a POS point of sale purchase so I guess you could say POSP but the point being that you're taking advantage of the natural momentum you're not gonna get everybody with the uh, join our list today before you leave the store and save X percent but you'll get enough of them that'll make it worthwhile and here's the other thing ladies and gentlemen if you don't know this particular concept that I'm talking about next do yourself a favor, go ask your friend, Google, or go to YouTube. It's called Total Lifetime Customer Value. I want you to read it, and I also want you to watch a video, too, and you'll have the general concept down so you know what to do. The point being that this retail jewelry apartment, retail furniture concern, knows what the total uh, lifetime customer value is of their ideal customer so that they know what they can safely afford to invest in terms of first-time customer acquisition costs. And I'm saying that to say this. Every prospect or customer who brings someone with them who's qualified, in other words, they don't bring a 16-year-old, they have just proven to you they're worth more than the uh, customer prospect who doesn't. Because a certain percentage of those people they bring are going to join your list so that they can take advantage of those savings right then and there, which means you just add it on to the value of that first customer, in other words, the one who's bringing the guest They're more valuable. You treat everybody the same in terms of courtesy, but you offer a little more strategic advantage to the men and women who demonstrate their worth to you by bringing a friend. Now, here's my point about the micro-influencers. First of all, the men and women who win, the ladies who win a $2,500 diamond-studded necklace or a $5,000 diamond-studded necklace, and the gentlemen who win the $2,500 Rolex or the $5,000 Rolex, they're your micro-influencers. Because best believe, whatever their following is on social media, they're going to be made aware of this through their selfies, their videos, and their constant pictures. The second generation, other words, the people that they tell about this or follow they're going to mention to people. But, but Francis, can you see this happening? A lady goes to get her hair done. She sits in the chair of the owner and tells the owner how, <clears throat> pardon me, one of her co-workers, her friend, her bestie, her neighbor, her ex coworker whatever. Just won an X-thousand-dollar diamond-studded necklace. And she pulls out her phone and shows it to the the hairdresser or the the nail salon. owner. they go, wow, that is beautiful. And she goes, yeah, she she won that over such-and-such as jeweler. How many times do you think this second-generation person is going to tell and share that story? Bingo. And it's the same for the guys. Now, the point is, imagine all the runners-up, the 98 percenters, who, A, unfortunately didn't win the first grand prize, but they've got a chance at redemption because for an extremely limited time, they can drag a friend and save X. So what you want to do with them is tell the ladies they can win a $650, for an extremely limited time, they can win a pair of extremely eye-catching, you have a picture of it, maybe a couple different styles, of $650 diamond-studded earrings that simply for dragging a friend within the next uh, 10-day expiration or X-day expiration window instead of paying half $325 they only pay two hundred, dollars as if the cost of the uh, or 225 as if the cost of the diamond studded earrings were $450 they can get that pair for $650 for just two twenty-five for simply dragging somebody. Do you not think a certain percentage of these ladies, and the same for a gentleman, he's going to get uh, a Rolex watch, maybe not the twenty-five, the five thousand-dollar model, but the twenty-five hundred-dollar model for the cost of what a thousand-dollar watch or a thousand-dollar necklace would cost, simply for dragging one of his best buds. Do you not see how these micro influencers, sub—I'm sorry, sub-micro influencers will be able to become a walking, talking, perpetual billboard 24-7, which is going to create some incredibly powerful and ultimately profitable uh, long-term viral positive word of mouth and mouse for you and or your major competitors for literally pennies on the dollar. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. That's the power of leveraging the masses in a strategic way. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard the saying. You could take a little bit of sunlight, but if you use a magnifying glass correctly, you can start a forest fire. But it's because that magnifying glass is intensifying and laser focusing that energy. If you're just Wasting, and I hate to use that word, but wasting a ton of money, ladies and gentlemen, on local primetime radio and television and newspaper advertising. And, you know, for the time that this podcast has been going on, you've invested your time, which is greatly appreciated. You didn't hear one of the local ads in your local area, neither did I. And yet those vendors are still out that money just the same, are they not? Absolutely. So the point that I'm trying to get you to understand is by you harnessing this powerful word of mouth, because remember, if somebody won a pair of diamond studded earrings in January of the beginning of the year, and let's say whatever the point of the year is now, they're still telling and bragging about that story. On the other hand, if you ran ads, let's say you blitzed it out. The first two months of the year, January and February, and because the results were so dismal, you kind of backed off. You're all but forgotten, my friend. That's the truth. So the point is, you and I have the ability to use micro influencers in a positive way. And ladies and gentlemen, if we had time, or if this was a paid workshop, we go eight hours into this thing just this really expand your mind but hopefully this is short and concentrated enough that you get and have gotten some serious value and a way to start thinking about things because basically what I'm about is trying to show you how to take a dollar instead of just doing the traditional thing look around and say what else can you do what ladies and gentlemen you can't purchase much in terms of traditional advertising for fifty bucks twenty-five dollars it's just not going to happen. Those days are long gone. But there are some strategic things you and I can do, depending on uh, how you're going about using your advertising and marketing dollars, that you get a whole lot done for less than a hundred dollars. But anyway, on that note, I digress. Ladies and gentlemen, let's take care of some formalized housekeeping uh, before you head off into your day to make additional money from the strategies and. Uh, tactics that you're hearing just on the Marketing Minute with yours truly, Mr. Marketing, Mark Newsome. But I want to say something else that you need to think about. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you, those of you who own your own business or service, you have vendors, current and future, I want you to start utilizing the power of the magic question. Now, those of you who are veterans, you already know, but you newbies, you're saying, what what the heck is this magic question deal about, Mark? I'm going to try it on you right now, and you tell me what your gut need, honest uh, answer would be. Is it okay for me to periodically refer you new customers and business? If the answer is an emphatic yes, then my backup question, or I'm sorry, follow-up question is, and by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're currently doing or will have going in the not-so-distant future, Are you okay with periodically returning to favor? Again, if the answer is an emphatic yes, first of all, thank you, but let me translate so you under you people are just sitting on the outside looking in are thinking, okay, what the heck's the big deal about that? Here's what they're really saying. Mark, not only do you get access to my current resources and connections and experiences, but the ones I'm gonna have tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, which are five to ten times better. And you're getting access to it for literally pennies on the dollar. Now, another way I want you to think about this, ladies and gentlemen, is if you're getting value from me listening to these podcasts, in other words, this one, and then you're going back and hopefully listening to uh, past episodes as well, because there's a ton of value in these, I want you to make a testimonial style video but introduce your service your company what you do and then just give a brief little example about what listening to the podcast has done or is doing for you and I will start in, and make sure when you publish the video you make it public you send me the link I'll start embedding that video in future blog posts I will also send it out to my uh, subscriber base my opt-in email subscriber base which means you're getting free viral exposure simply for sharing some positive results and by the same token if it hasn't occurred to you ladies and gentlemen you could be doing the same with your audience. That's what I'm really trying to get you to understand. Now with that said let's formally get started on this housekeeping. First of all, number one, if you got value out of this particular episode and I sincerely hope you did, there's a go back and play it two three times by the third time ladies and gentlemen you'll get new strategies Uh, and concepts and ideas that you didn't see or hear the first time. In fact, haven't you ever watched a movie for the second, third time, and when you hear a certain dialogue, you say, oh, that's what they meant by that, or B, I didn't even catch they said that the first time around. That's the same effect, not just with my uh, podcast episodes. I'm not trying to sound super egotistical. What I'm saying is any time you uh, reinforce hearing something or seeing something several times, you get more insight out of it. It just goes deep. Now, here's the other thing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are on LinkedIn, so am I, reach out to me. I don't know if it's going to say follow me or connect with me, but whatever it says, feel free to do that. I'll do, do it back. We'll be connected or following each other. And the point is now going forward, when we both post content on the platform, we can like and share it. This moves us up organically in the algorithms. Now, Ladies and gentlemen, some of you, I don't know where all of you listening at, uh, to this uh, episode is, but if you're at, on Spotify.com, please feel free to give me that all-important five-star review. Because when you do that, the platform itself takes notice, and they'll push it out further organically, which means the message will get out sooner, faster, to you know new potential prospects. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the thing. Nobody walking the planet is perfect for everybody. You and I are not the exception. So we don't even want to go there. But I said that to say this. If you like what you hear, but you're still kind of on the fence, let's jump on a 15-minute, what I'd like to call, power discovery session, where we spend 15 minutes. We'll take one issue, challenge, you know, in terms of marketing, promoting that you have, and we'll rip it apart. You can get the link to it, but my current rates are very affordable. It's just $250 an hour, and based on what you've just heard, you can get an idea of whether or not you think this is is worth your time and effort. Now, if it is, you can do one and done. In other words, just invest in an hour and go on about your merry way. You'll get the uh, link to Zoom, so you can replay it from now on, but a much bigger bang for your buck ladies and gentlemen, is you prepay up front for three hours, $250 an hour, $750. I'm going to throw in a bonus hour, sometimes a bonus 90 minutes. You never know. It just depends on how intense that last session is. But the point is, this is at least a $1,000 value for you. Going forward, you get all the links. We'll kind of sequentially uh, sequentially, pardon me, build on each previous session. And we'll do uh, screen shares if we have to. We'll get after it the whole night. The other thing I want you to think about is, ladies and gentlemen, if you have your own podcast and it's business-oriented, entrepreneurial-based, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial lead generation, all other good stuff, I don't care how large your audience is or how small it is, if you sincerely think my current skills and experiences and expertise would be a fit for your audience, I'd love to be a guest on your show. And lastly, ladies and gentlemen. If you know of any retail non-franchise retail appliance centers furniture concerns or jewelry store owners ladies and gentlemen I normally work off what's called a 25 percent performance basis meaning every dollar I bring them over a baseline we establish they gladly reimburse me or compensate me with 25 percent so in other words they make a dollar I earn a quarter I will gladly cut you in half of that revenue share, in other words half of my 25 percent on the front end only I keep all the back end. If you want to uh, be compensated on the back end as well then you just you need to go out and create your own transactions. And hopefully, after listening to several of these episodes, you kind of have a pretty good idea of how to do that. And there's some reverse engineering we could do where I could partner with you for half of your front end and you keep all the back end as well. That's just a thought. Just saying. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark Newsom Mr. Marketing. And yes, entrepreneur, I am definitely looking forward to being with you again very shortly for another exciting and potentially profitable episode of the marketing And remember, entrepreneur, it's not how or where you started at. It's where you ultimately end up that counts.